Hello, welcome to Rogue Radio. I'm Sarah Jane and I have a special guest, my fiance Terrence Gibbs. Hello. And today we will be talking about the movie, the new Star Wars movie, what is it called? Episode 9. Episode 9? The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. So yeah, uh, we went and saw that, I want to say in December, right? Yeah, December. We went and saw it in December, towards the end of December. Um, I actually was not very familiar with Star Wars until I actually started dating him. So he had to mm-hmm. he had to make me watch all of them. I actually loved the whole story of the Star Wars like you know series and everything. So I am a fan of it now. But by the time we actually watched the movie, the last movie, it was kind of disappointing, and... Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> Do you want to explain that? Yes. Um, the movie started out good. Uh, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but to me, I, I feel like it was too much for the fans. They were trying to ask, they were trying to answer too many questions, and not, um, not a lot of plot in the story. Um, I just feel like it was just too rushed. I feel like they should have just took their time with it more. Um, yeah, and and then the whole thing about you know not having Anakin Skywalker in the movie at all, and it is called The Rise of Skywalker. It's pathetic. I mean, like it's just it's it's just terrible. But anyways, you know, and then at the end, having Ben Solo die. <sighs> It's, it's, it, it was a mess to me. It was a mess to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I honestly thought it was a good movie. I would have liked to see more of Ben Solo and Ray more than just them fighting. Well, yeah. If, if, I feel like if, if, if Ben would have survived and him and Ray would have raised the family, maybe. that I think that would be more realistic than him just dying, just... Right. Out the blue, and then she just says, oh, at the end, like, who are you? Oh, I'm Ray Skywalker. No, you're not. You're not a Skywalker. You're a Palpatine. But the thing is, is that we always believe in, like, you know, denying your family name and then being adopted by your tribe, right? That's how I kind of saw it. it, it, This is a movie. I don't care. They put a real-life sort of thing, kind of aspect, into the, the movie... Because since, you know, the Skywalker, you know, legacy was kind of obliterated afterwards, you know, um, Rey decided to take up the Skywalker name because she was very ashamed of her real family name. That makes sense. That makes sense. But, I mean, yeah, so, (laughs) it, I mean, as far as, like, action and stuff, I think it was really, really good, but as far as, like, the, um... The storyline and what what Disney did to the director. Okay, yeah, here we go. Um, there is no way in H E double hockey sticks <laughs> that George Lucas should have gave Lucas Films over to Disney. Yeah, that that was dumb. That was the worst decision ever, ever. And don't get me wrong, I like Disney films. I I love Frozen. 
Like, I, I like... We'll have to talk about Frozen some I, other time. Like, yeah. I grew up, like, lo- loving Disney films. My favorite movie is Aladdin. I like I liked certain Disney films. But there's some films that Disney should not touch. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars was one of them. Mm. Yeah. Didn't they uh, deny him from even seeing his own movie? His own premiere. His own premiere. So they wouldn't let... Disney would not let... The director, what's his name? George Lucas. George Lucas. Into the premiere because he sold it to Disney. Is that right? No. It was because of some legal documents that he didn't sign off on or so, something like with the with the whole like writing the script wasn't like he didn't like the script that was written and he threatened that he was going to do something. And he said, okay, well, you're, you're not allowed in the premiere and stuff. This oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, well, Disney is a machine and it owns everything, apparently. Uh, just ESPN, ABC. Yeah, and just like in 2018, they decided to take their hands on to... You put their hands on Marvel just before Stan Lee dies. I'm like, Disney don't need to, like, own everything. Well, you know they own the porn industry. The porn industry? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. They've been at that since the beginning. All right. Well. (laughs) That's a conspiracy. Maybe I should add that to my radio show. Just like some conspiracies that that people believe. I don't know. That that is... I mean, it's believable. I mean, if Disney owns everything, it might as well own porn. So, you know. Who knows? (laughs) Um, what was I saying? No. Um... Just like in 2018 when Ragnarok came out, I was very displeased about how Disney had their hands on Marvel. I knew it. They have their signature of these bright colors. It's like they took the script and gave it to a five-year-old and scribbled all over it. Like, no! (laughs) No! (laughs) I'm a big Marvel fan. I love Thor. I love the Avengers. Loki. Don't get me started on Loki. Okay. Look, I named my cat after Loki. Okay. <laughs> Are they still making a series of Loki, you know? Um, yeah, and on Disney Plus, yeah, they're still doing it. I'm really happy for them, though, because, like, after Tom Hiddleston decided to date Taylor Swift, usually men don't really come out unscathed oh, like that. So oh, I don't know what he had to do, but props to you, Tom. I mean, you got your own show. So <laughs> do you want to talk about cats? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Taylor Swift, oh Jesus! <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about Cats the musical and um, how how it compares to the musical and the movie. Okay, I I oh hang on hang on I grew up um, watching the musical Cats. Um, I was a Same. big I was a big drama geek. Same. I liked musicals. Um, Cats was always one of my favorites. Um, not because I like Cats. I I looked. I liked more of the storyline. I liked the creativity. Um, so I was excited going into to seeing this movie. Um, but uh, the, the, C, <laughs> the CGI was suck sucks. <laughs> it sucks bad. Like really, 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 really bad. Yeah. Um, actors were great in the movie. Uh, A-list cast actors, but come on! I mean, you you, you, you couldn't even give 
give the cats a real cat nose. Right. Like, you, you gotta thing, have, they have, they have human noses. Right, right, they're right. They're cats. Right. And I, I do have to agree with you there. Um, if, if, you know, for my listeners that don't know, um, there has been a new musical put into movie form produced by, or directed by Tom Hooper, um, just this, just last year, I want to say. Um, and there's been a lot of conjecture about why they decided to make it within seven months and stuff like that. And one of the reasons is because, or that I've heard on the internet, is because they wanted to be able to be nominated for an Oscar. Well, they failed. Well, they failed. (laughs) Anyway, um... Me and Terrence have actually saw this like three times, because <laughs> honestly, the storyline is perfect. It's beautiful, and if you I actually, love the story, yeah. It, it, I, when it comes to to the movie, the storyline, it was beautiful, beautifully made. I love it actually more than the musical, but the CGI kind of ruined it for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, one, if you look at. If you look back at, like, the recorded musical, you do realize that there have been, like, actors that have painstakingly painted their face and had to wash their costumes and everything. So everything was very intricately made in the musical. And I think a lot of fans wanted to see that same dedication in the movie, and they didn't get it. Because if you notice, if you ever go see it, watch the the characters' feet. The, their feet go into the ground or they barely touch it. It just seems so computer manipulated. Some there's hair, there's fur missing like on their feet or on their face, on their hands and stuff like that. So it is very sloppy work, I'm not gonna lie. And it is very, very sad to see that because I grew up watching Cats the Musical and it is um <laughs> Very, very disappointing. But as far as the CGI goes, I mean, it's not the best, but the story is just beautiful. Because when you watch the musical recording on, like, VHS or DVD, um, back then it was on VHS, because I used to, like, get it off of, like, the library. But if you go and see the original one, uh, they don't really give you a lot of dialogue or a lot of script talking. It's more... It's a musical, of course, so it's gonna be on stage. It's gonna be sung and everything. But in the movie, you get more dialogue in what they're actually talking about. Got anything to say, babe? Uh, not really. Was that it? Yeah, I, I spoke my mind regarding cats. <laughs> what, about, what about Little Women? Oh, yeah. We, we went to go see... Also, we went to go see Little Women. Mm-hmm. I've not, I walked into the movie not really knowing what what what, it, what at all what it was about. You want me to explain that real quick? Not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> it it was a good movie. Um, I I definitely think if you're a woman, I think you should go see it. Um, really, if, if, even if you're a man, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was it was a good storyline, but there's parts of the movie that's kind of um, out of order, I guess. It goes uh, back and forth from the past Which is really confusing. Future. Really yeah. confusing. But at the end, it all makes sense. 
Yeah. But I kind of wish I knew that going into it because I would enjoyed it more. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched the original, one of the original ones. I think it was with Brooke Shields. I, I, I want to say that was with her. One of the older versions of Little Women, and it was a very straightforward storyline about um, four daughters that have a father that's overseas in the army and stuff like that. So, and their mom is a very humanitarian person. She feeds the the hungry and helps with the sick and, you know, poor people and stuff like that. And she has four daughters to take care of. And throughout the story, it's basically about these four daughters trying to find themselves as women and as individuals. One goes off to be a good painter, one goes off to be a good writer, one is a preacher's wife, and the other, um, well, I'm not going to spoil too much, so. Um, it is a very good, um, story, and it is off of a book. I forget the author's name. I'm really, really sorry. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it is a very good women empowerment type of film where uh, you don't necessarily have to be a stereotypical woman in order to be a good wife or a good um, woman in general to yourself and yeah I I agree if you are a woman you you really should watch it so anything else? yeah I think uh You know, one thing about Little Women I, I, I like, too, is it was very, uh, the ending was very, um, interesting because through the whole movie, I didn't even realize she was, the main character was a writer. Yeah, I forgot to tell him about that, and we are both writers. <laughs> yeah, both of us like to write, so I kind of found that kind of, it was kind of cool. Yeah, I totally forgot about it. That that would have been something to actually hook you into watching it. <laughs> yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, what about movies we we want to see, like Avatar two? Uh, I don't know. I I I, I think uh, you know I had really high hopes for the Rise of Skywalker. Um, that was my big of the year film huge and I just got let down so I'm pretty bummed out <laughs> with uh movies so I don't know like hopefully next year we'll get some better uh, films in the box office hopefully but if, I I did really 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 love Frozen 2 Oh you want to talk about that? Um Frozen 1 was good. Mm-hmm. Um I I I watched it <laughs> Was it a year ago we watched it? Yeah, the I first think time? so. Yeah, and I loved it. I liked it. It was a little kiddie-ish. but it was cute. It was good. It was cute. It was good. Frozen two. You know, you know, babe. I, I, I can honestly say I think I, I liked Frozen two more than the Rise of Skywalker and Cats. <laughs> Why? Well, because it, it the storyline was good. Um. It actually had a plot to it, mm-hmm. and the music was phenomenal. Oh yeah, they had Panic at the Disco. 
Of course. Of course. You got Brendan Urie. Amazing. Singing Into the Unknown. Of Amazing. course it's going to be flawless. Like, yes, please. Um, yeah, I absolutely love Frozen 2. If you guys didn't, if you guys haven't actually watched it yet, please go and see it. If you saw the first one, go and see the second one. Because I, it was all about kind of like fulfilling your purpose in life. Because Elsa, if y'all don't know, she's got powers. Don't give away the spoilers. No, no, no. Um, she's got powers to manipulate the snow and the ice and the cold and stuff like that. And so she kind of goes on a journey to um, find this siren that's calling her. That's what it's called in the movie. A siren. Like a voice is kind of calling her to this unknown land. And so... It's actually a really, really good movie, um, especially if you like adventure and you like, you know, stuff like that. Especially, is it a Disney movie? I want to say yes. Yeah, it's a Disney movie. Of course, it's a Disney movie. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, babe. What? I don't necessarily pay attention to that. I mean, I guess I do, but I just wanted to make sure for my listeners. But, yeah. Um, what about that latest movie, Shawshank Redemption? We actually... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and by the way, let's let you guys know, we guys, we love going to the movies. We love watching movies. Mm-hmm. We're just big movie buffs. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a movie buff, like, you'll enjoy us talking about things. And, but if you're not, and if you're listening, if you made it this long... Good for you. <laughs> but yeah, um, we just watched a movie called Shawshank Redemption. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah, and it, it's an older movie. It's an older movie. Morgan Freeman's in it. I don't know any of the other. I can't actors. remember where we got it from. What? Whatever. We got it from somewhere. And then, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the movie blew me away. Hmm. It really did. Um, probably one of my favorite movies now. What's ever. the movie about, baby? <sighs> it's about it, 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 it's about it, it's a so man. So much to it that I, you know, you just have to watch it. You just have to watch it. Okay. Well, basically, without trying to get any give anything away, it's impossible not. <laughs> it's about a man who's been wrongfully wrongfully accused of murder, and you know all of that. And his life in prison and stuff like that. But it is a very good movie. It is very touching. It made both of us cry. Um, I really liked it. It was really... I would probably give that one a 10. Yeah. Definitely a 10. Yeah. Frozen? A 10? Like, it was definitely better than all these other new movies that (laughs) that we've been seeing. Yeah. Definitely. But, uh, off the subject topic, Mm -hmm. um, in our famous city of Toledo, Ohio today, um, President Trump is, uh, here today. That's right. President Trump is here in Toledo, Ohio. And, uh, cause I just saw, like, the security people, Mm -hmm. as I was coming home from work. Really? Secret Service, and, like, they were, like, heading towards, like, downtown way, so... Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, downtown has 
like a lot of Trump Trump supporters down there now, and or, or Trump haters, and Trump haters. And whether you're a, a, a supporter or a hater, just the, the love of hate is going to be in the air in Toledo yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know earlier on Facebook he was trying to address the nation for something about the attack in Iran or something. Yeah, well, what actually happened with that? Um, as far as I know, I'm not too big on, you know, reading up on the news and stuff like that, but it's apparently, um, one of the leaders of one of the biggest terrorist group in Iran was killed, and they assume that it is the United States who did it. And the only evidence that we have is President Trump posting an American flag on his Twitter. And I honestly think that was kind of badass for him to do that, but... Or he's putting his life at risk. Or that. But either way, if it is if it is us, we have a lot of explaining to do. Um, but if not, I mean, quit pointing fingers at us, Iran. Um, personally, I, I'm not... I'm not ashamed of my political views. I am a Republican... I did vote for Trump, and uh, yeah, we will be talking about politics in that favor. Um, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Anything you want to add? Um, yeah. Uh, I was a huge Democrat. Uh, I always voted Democrat. <laughs> um, I voted for Obama the first time, and. Uh, Two years down the line, I I just didn't like the certain decisions that were made, mm-hmm. and uh, I just didn't really care for um, the certain laws that have been passed um, under his presidency. Mm-hmm. Um, and, if, and if you guys don't know, uh, I'm gonna just be 100% real with you. Um, I believe in Jesus. I believe in, you know, I'm a Christian. Yes. Um, whether you believe Jesus or not, like, that doesn't matter. Like, when we're, when we talk, we're real. We love everyone. We love the gays, no matter what race you are. We love you. This is just our point of view. Um, but I don't, I don't feel like, to me, that... You know, you should be judged or or have hate. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do like a man and a man and a woman and a woman, that is really your choice. Um, God gives us all like free choice to choose um, what we want to do. Mm-hmm. But even like me and my fiance. Yeah, we're Christians, but we're not going to go around and say, Oh, well, you're going to hell because you're gay. Yeah. We, um... I think me and Terrence have kind of gained experience with seeing a lot of Christians out there saying that God hates gays and, you know, a lot of things. Um, I call it Westboro Baptist Church Christianity, where there's a lot of people out there that says, Oh, God hates you for this. God hates you for that, but you never actually see a Christian 
love someone who's different from them. Because, I mean, if you go back into the Bible or even listen to any, you know, preaching or even in Christian songs sometimes, they'll say that Jesus hung out with thieves and liars. He hung out with people who needed him the most. And though we may disagree with certain things, me and my husband, um, we will always love people regardless of who they are. We will love them as humans. And I think that's what a lot of Christians need to learn is that though we may see that something is wrong in our eyes, but you, I think we have to, we have to show people that we're human too, because I, I kind of believe that a lot of um, Christians can feel like they're perfect or that they need to be perfectionists and that if you're not a certain way, then you're going to hell and that's not what we do here, especially in Rogue Radio. Um, we will talk about these topics. We will talk about these things. And we will be 100% real with you. We will be loving and we will try to keep a safe, like keep it a safe place for anyone to listen. Um, anyone is welcome to listen. So that is our uh, viewpoint on that. Yeah, uh, I think she pretty much summed it up. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? That's pretty much it, babe. I think that's it. Alright, well. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Terrence, for coming on to my show. No problem. I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'll see you guys later. Bye.